Hello. Welcome hey. back. Hey. So we are doing a little preemptive um, virtual podcast session. So technically this was supposed to be our last in-person episode, but I know sadly. I, I, I ruined it. I, yeah. I'm, I'm up north right now and I was like, yo, Liam, I'm sorry. We got to do a virtual pod, but that's OK, because honestly, the audio quality sounds really good when we do it virtually. Shout out to Riverside. Love you guys. Very. Um, but it's just, you know, a little taste of what's to come. We're going to be doing a lot of virtual podcasts. No more in-person podcasts until June. And honestly, we kind of Irish goodbyed our in-person podcasts. And I'm, I'm OK yeah. with that. I'm fine. Because it would have I would have probably broken down last week. Yeah, it would have been really hard to, you know, record and 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 do this show. Well, but. luckily, uh, last week we had our, our lovely double session. So I, I don't know how emotional either of mm. us would have been. Oh my we, God, that's uh, right. I think both of us just wanted to get the hell out of there. So that's right. That was, a, that was interesting. I mean, we had so much good stuff to talk about. And it's just completely we self-sabotaged. <laughs> um, but yeah, we don't have we don't have a ton of um, news today. We do have part two of the funeral for um, all of the shows that left us this January. I think I think that's kind of a testament of what's to come every January. Yeah, because it's 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 uh, changing season. We got the marquees up for a lot of new shows. Uh, Sweeney Todd is up there. Once upon a one more time is up there. Oh, yes. uh, I did make sure to post that on the Gavin with theme Instagram. Um, if you would like to get the best content just we post like you know kind of random things on there maybe some funny memes uh the marquee of <clears throat> once upon a one more time uh our new favorite show maybe we should go see it just just kind of like for the fun of yeah of it if and we we'll do give a our... uh, summertime trip we can definitely uh you know we got to see fun. the big ones coming to broadway you know Sweeney Todd parade once upon a one more time. Right, right. Yeah. Honestly, we could even we could even see some of the heaviest hitters too. like like if if um if we we've never if you've never seen like Lion King or I've never <clears> seen <throat> Hamilton live. So I'd love to see Hamilton. Yeah, and then once upon a one more lotteries time. for those, you know, exactly. Just win the lottery. It's so easy to do. It's so, um, so easy. I don't know why more people don't do that. They say exactly. like, Broadway's inaccessible. Like I, I can't Probably. get tickets. They're not, they're so expensive. Just win the lottery. It's not that fucking hard. Just enter the Hamilton lottery and then it's $10. Like that's pretty accessible. Like that's literally ham for ham. <laughs> that is ham for ham. That's genius. I just came up with that. How did they, um, so awesome. All right. That's so awesome. Um, but we can we can kind of get into some news. I got a lot of um a lot of of fast facts for you here. Um number one, we got Aaron Tavade is back in Moulin Rouge. Hey. Super exciting. Derek Klan is off doing Sunset Boulevard. So I I think we talked on here recently where it was like, oh, Derek Klan had a baby. Like he has a lot of stuff going on. And then I also remember that he's doing Sunset Boulevard. Um with with uh stephanie j block who yeah so way to not care lit. about your child derek yeah derek Ugh. come on derek come on derek go back to baseball derek yeah um jinx monsoon took the first bow in chicago which was pretty cool kimberly akimbo released two of its tracks from the album to try to build hype for the future so you can go stream better and anagram now um super cool i actually haven't listened to those yet i probably should um yeah excited for that cast recording to come out we talked about that last week Mm. um nancy pelosi saw leopold (laughs) stott oh yeah i wanted to include that because it was like see photo but broadway world is like so good about just hiding all of their news in like 
watch this video of rehearsals for this. And it's like, that's cool stuff. But like, if you pull it up, it'll just be like, check out Nancy Pelosi at Leopoldstadt. It's like, okay. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Whatever. Um, Funny Girl is doing an album signing today, actually, right now as we speak. They're doing an yeah. album signing right now. They, uh, they just announced this, so I, I wanted to include it. Um, if you're listening to this immediately, they're doing an album signing today, January 20th, from 3 to 6 p.m. The first 800 people in line are guaranteed entry. You can start getting there at noon. Um, it is 5 p.m. when we're talking now, so sorry. If you wanted to stand in line for three hours to get Leah Michelle to say thank you very much and sign the CD... You could have. Um, yeah, I'm sure there will be plenty of pictures to come from this. Yeah. I don't know. Album signing. Awesome. And they announced it like it was going to be like tour casting or I like I saw ex- I saw funny girl in all caps. And then I was like, oh, not tour casting. Not yeah. Well, because they posted something that was like. Get ready, gorgeous, like like all of their yes, you know, like what they their do style, yeah. what they do. Mm-hmm. And it was like album signing hmm. <laughs> they just completely <laughs> just took it to the opposite direction of what every single fan was assuming that was going to be assuming and you know hoping you know because yeah. it's coming that tour casting is coming when does the tour even go out it might not be for a while oh i have no idea i don't either i don't remember uh whatever <clears throat> and uh the last fast fact that i've got is the second sequence for the merrily we roll along filming is happening this year Ben Platt confirmed that in an interview with Variety, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. I I think this I don't I don't know. I I wanted to include this because I thought it was cool because you don't really get that many updates from Merrily other than, hey, we're recording and hey, we're recording. Um, Yeah. But it's also feels a little quicker than I thought because they just filmed like two or three years ago. Right. Yeah. I mean, it it moves pretty consistently it, it it doesn't like start when they're 11 and move until right. they're 90 you know it's, right, right. It, it goes from about 20 years old to like 40 so oh, okay. if, if if they can eh, maybe 45 but if, if they can push you know if they can stretch the ages as much as they can yeah it'll make it easier to like get the movie out yeah i see because i don't so, like, know i think we'll only have to wait another five or seven years for them to to finish it, you think so? Maybe. Yeah. 10 let me look. If... Let me look. I'm, I'm I'm pulling from a Michael Major Broadway <clears throat> World article right now. It said Ben Platt revealed that the second sequence for Merrily will be shot this year. Um, the first one has been finished. The second will film later this year. Um, over the next 18 years. Oh, oh okay. okay. Wow. So I wonder how many more sequences they're going to do. I wonder if they're going to film three that more might, times. That might mean it is literally like. Each Every scene, scene is yeah. a new God. year. That's crazy. This better be the best film I've ever seen. The best movie musical I've ever seen. Like, we'll see. It is, it's a movie musical, right? Yeah. 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 Well, they also need to hope that, you know, film camera technology doesn't move <laughs> super far in the future or else it's going to look like an old movie. That's so true. When or maybe they, it when gets, they release it. Or maybe it gets so good that they're able to like go back to their old clips and like revamp them. Cause like now you can watch like if yeah. you wanted to watch old, I don't know, clips of things like it can be colorized now yeah. and, and things like that. So, but that'd be, that'd be well, really interesting if like, if like the, the start of the film is like really good quality and then it just gets worse and worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be kind of funny. Oh my God. Well, I saw something too that, that was like similar to that concept where they filmed it 
in, oh, I think it was 2012. Mm -hmm. And then the movie won't be released for another hundred years. So it, it'll come out in gosh. like 2112. Oh my gosh. Um, so like no one will see it ever. And like, that's the whole mm -hmm. point. I don't know what the movie is about or like what, you know, it, that's wild. it would be, I but it, it's like a similar concept of like, that movie's going to look old as hell to those. Yeah. To the movie theaters. Yeah. I'm really, I've never seen a movie. Like I can't think of any movie that's been shot like this, where it's actually over the course of, of actors lives. So I'm really, really, really interested to watch this Merrily movie. And it's with my favorite ever Ben Platt. So yeah, I love that. That's crazy so, that you've yeah. never seen a movie. That's crazy. I've never seen a movie. <laughs> I've never seen a movie. So excited for that. Uh, so I'm like it hot. The new musical adapted from the 1959 film starring Jay Harrison Gee and Christian Borel has announced they're going to be getting a cast album released on March 24th, which is pretty awesome. March seems like the time for cast albums. I want to say that was when Kimberly Akimbo said they were releasing theirs, right? Kimberly Akimbo. Uh, I don't remember. I think it was March, either March, March or May. And March is sooner, so it would make sense to be March. March is yeah. going to be cast album month. So Hell exciting. Yeah. So exciting. Um, and do you remember when the collaboration extended? Like I said that yeah. like a week ago or two weeks ago. Well, they just yeah. extended again. Ooh, okay. For the third and final time, they are going to extend for uh, through February 11th instead of February 5th. They were supposed to close on January 29th, I want to say. Then they extended through February 5th, and now they're extending again through February 11th. It's not like ticket sales are like craziness just at a glance at the grosses spoiler alert they're in the 80s um for ticket capacity capacity of tickets sold so i don't know i mean they're a pretty small scale production but i guess yeah. on their on their on their standards they had a really good week this past week so i wonder if if they're just hoping to it's a not-for-profit theater so it doesn't really matter how long they run I'm sure there's just more demand for this show and people want to see it. Reviews I mean, I, are not I can't good. Imagine, yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't imagine it's crazy expensive to, to run. Um, and that is a good point that it's a, it's, it is a not-for-profit theater. So yeah, right. As long right. as they're losing right. money, it doesn't really mm -hmm. matter. Exactly. Yeah. If this was an open-ended run at, at a different, if they were in like a, like a commercial Broadway house, if, if they were, you know, at the, I don't know, somewhere else. And they were the like, we're going to have an Right. If they're going to have an open ended run and it was going to be like this really high stakes, like you got to recoup and, and it's it's got to be this, I don't know, money making machine. Not for profit. That's where it's at. MTC. Love it. Yeah. Um, what else do I have here? Little Shop of Horrors off Broadway's Little Shop is going to be hosting some American Sign Language interpreted performances on Thursday, January 19th at 7 p.m. and Saturday, January 1st, January 21st at their matinee at 2 p.m., which is pretty cool. I thought I should include That's that. That's so cool. I love yeah. when they do that. I do, too. And we're so pressed for news this week that I'm I'm that would have been a fast fact most weeks. But. That's the, mm. this is really all I got. And then finally, Kelly O'Hara and Brian Darcy James are leading the world's premiere of Wine and Roses off Broadway. The production is being directed by Michael Greif with the book by Craig Lucas, most recently did the book to Paradise Square and music by Adam Guitel. This duo is most notable for The Light in the Piazza. This production begins performances on May 5th with a limited engagement set through June 25th. This cool. makes me so excited. Adam Guitel is, is one of my favorite 
uh, uh, the composers. Oh, did I say? So, so what did I say? Guatel. It doesn't matter. It's it. You know, it's fine. I've no. Um, I, yeah. I... So it's so he did light in the piazza. He also did myths and hymns, which like oh is so good. That's on so that good. stacked Aaron Tveit album. Yeah, I don't know if we've ever talked about that on here. I don't know if we want to give our secret. It's not a secret. Aaron Tveit did a, a solo show at Fifty Four Below in like 2012 or something, and released the radio in my head, and released a uh, recording of it on on you know Spotify or wherever you get your wherever you get your podcasts. You probably get your Aaron Tveit, and it's just full of bangers. Yeah, top and to bottom. Them, yeah, just so good, and and songs that that I think he really popularized. Um, did he sing run away with me on there? I think that's where I heard that for the first time. Uh, yeah, he did that yeah. song. That song got super popular because of him and Jeremy Jordan and people. Um, he sang what you call a dream. I love that song and, and hero and Leander for missing him. So that's, yeah. uh, it's just so that album is just so stacked. It's so good. It's yeah. so good. Um, oh, and this is so exciting too, because I love Brian Darcy James. He's like one yes, of, my, one of right. my favorites. Right. Yeah. It's limited it's, it's engagement a, through June 25th. Okay. So that means yeah between yeah it's quick yeah. it's quick that is really quick may to june i wonder i wonder if, if maybe that's just an off-broadway to... tryout thing and then and then if they yeah. can get enough it's because it's off-broadway so it makes sense but yeah you know. if they can get enough traction maybe they can move into one of those smaller broadway houses that's true yeah i don't know i can also pull up um this this broke pretty recently it broke earlier today Day, I want to say. Yep. Um, but I can look. At, I was looking at a Broadway World article, and I can give you more information if I can find it, and if there's more things on there. Um, but it's not coming up that quickly, so that's fine. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really excited for this too. It's it's everything. Brian Darcy James is just is great, so yeah. I'm I'm okay with that. But maybe maybe we have to bring things down a little bit. Uh, remember last week, folks, when we had to say goodbye to some shows, we're going to have to say goodbye to some shows again, much more today. <laughs> Liam, are you OK? Liam, I'm, I'm OK. It's just I'm, I'm really sad because the revival of Top Duck Underdog, which opened at the Golden Theater on October 20th, 2022, after just a month of previews, has now closed on January 15th of 2023. <sighs> that's not all ohio state murders previews <laughs> began at the james earl jones theater this is the inaugural performance of the renaming of the james earl jones theater on november Yikes. 11th ahead of a december 8th opening after closing earlier than expected much much earlier than expected they played 29 previews and 44 performances goodbye Sheesh. ohio state murders and hello mike berbiglia who we're also, I guess, saying goodbye to. Okay. Uh, Mike Rebellia, the old man in the pool, finishes its limited engagement run at the Lincoln Center with performances starting October 28th. The one-man comedy special has finished its run as of January 15th, 2023. Limited engagements I'm I'm less sad about because yeah. it wasn't like, we're closing. It's like, we finished something that we knew was going to happen. Yeah. Um, but the death of the sale, death of a salesman revival... The Wendell yeah. Pierce, Sharon D. Clark, and Andre DeShields West End transfer began previews on September 17th and is now closed as of January 15th, 2023. Sheesh. Sheesh. <laughs> a Strange Loop, the Pulitzer and Tony Award winning A Strange Loop, began performances on April 14th, two weeks before their opening night. 
They have now closed the loop as of January 15th, 2023. They played 13 previews and 293 performances. Did you get confused because I put ASL? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. Strange loop. Well, we can talk more about the musicals. I- I'm so sad to see this show go. Yeah. They did. It is. No, go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I in doing all of this, I tried to look up and see if any of these sh- these musicals recouped. And what I found was at the time of an article that I was reading in like the fall, they were talking to Michael R. Jackson and he was like, right now the show hasn't recouped, but by the time that we, it was like right after the closing notice came and they were like, by the time that we close, we will have recouped. So it's really cool to see that A Strange Loop didn't lose money on this production because for a Tony yeah. Award winning best musical to lose money and not, not even, not even get to ground zero is just it just sucks it's not what you want to see at all um yeah but on the flip side of this the biggest money-making powerhouse of a show for the past year now um the music man revival the music man completed its run at the winter garden on january 15th 2023 this production consistently ran the top gross almost every week of its run previews began december 20th 2021 and it opened on february 10th 2022 they played 46 previews and 373 performances. And now the Winter Garden's open for Back to the Future to come Back in the this future. fall. Um, I, it's, I think the thing that sucks about Music Man leaving is Broadway is going to see a very large swing in its financials. You know, when you, oh, yeah. when you analyze the trends of where Broadway grosses are at week to week, you can also look at where they were at last year and the year before and the year before that. And it's like last year is kind of really the only thing you can compare it to because COVID doesn't matter. And then pre COVID was the highest it's ever been. And losing three and a half million dollars of revenue next week of not revenue of gross next week is going to be detrimental. Just like, just to put it in context, like the lion King was just over just over half of the music man this week like it'll be yeah. it'll be the equivalent of like of more than two and juliet's so i don't know sad to see music man go but it's also the lull it's the lull right now and we'll get some more productions in uh very very soon but that's all i got for news and uh and we have to say goodbye to all those shows, which sucks because I don't know when we'll talk about a lot of these shows now. Like we've been talking about like the music man and strange loop and Ohio state murders and death. Of we've been talking for about all these shows for so long. And it's kind of crazy to think that like we may never come back to these shows again on Gavin with history. Exactly. Who knows? I mean, maybe the music man just because of, of what that show was this year and, and a strange loop of course, but you know, I mean, we still talk about company. That was that that through these. I will always like, talk about company. I think I, I can think talk so about too. company forever. Yeah, me too. Um, but we can we can go grosses if you'd like. There's just really there's really not much news this week. It's a pretty slow week. Tis January. Man, that's gross. Ew, grosses. We got grosses. Uh, some things to keep in mind. Uh, a Strange Loop played three more performances than they did last week. And Between Riverside and Crazy played four more performances. And Chicago played one less performance. Every show was at eight performances, except Chicago was at seven. And we just gained pictures from home. 
Pictures from Home played four performances this week, and they played about 93% of their house, which is really, really good. Um, some Sometimes we see shows come in here and play to half that. That's a lie. That's it. Well, not a lie. It's just an exaggeration. Um, but the most expensive ticket this week was the most expensive ticket that we've ever seen on here and may very well be the last time that we see a ticket of this caliber sold. This week, in the final week of Music Man, the entrance fee for one individual was $878. Ooh. We thought 600 was a lot. Yeah. How about how about pushing 900? Well, you know that those box office fees, you know. Those box office fees. Man, who knows? Who knows? Maybe they maybe they flew in uh, to LaGuardia and walked walked over to LaGuardia. Who knows? That's a long walk, buddy. I know that's that's well it just had to be as as outlandish as sending your assistant to the box office where you could just buy it online. Anyways, the Music Man also had the most. You expensive- think he didn't send his? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> the Music Man had the most expensive average ticket this week at two hundred and eighty-eight dollars. The least expensive average ticket was between Riverside and Crazy, just about seventy-three dollars to get in there. Um, the shows to sell out this week were all shows that sold out last week, and we dropped two that sold out last week. So the the shows this week were Hades Town, Hamilton, The Music Man, and The Phantom of the Opera. But we had two shows that sold out last week that didn't this week. Ugh. That is the Book of Mormon and MJ the Michael Jackson musical. No. So the the thing here is MJ MJ's mm, ticket give me sales. Your excuses. Yeah. No, I'm just I don't have an excuse at all. I just I'm very curious as to why their ticket sales went from 100 to 95, 96, which is a big swing. I've never seen it below 98. Yeah. Let alone 100. It's never it's like they it's been like twice recently that they haven't sold out, um, which really goes to show you that we are pushing into that January lull. But at a glance, this is really not that bad. If you like look at the grosses, there's some shows that didn't have good weeks, like like Wicked had a pretty big swing from last week. Uh, the Piano Lesson had a really big swing from last week. Um, like these are these are negative declines. Um, Harry Potter was down from last week and Aladdin, but other than that there were no shows that played the same amount of performances and took a very substantial loss, which is kind of crazy because I expected this week to really come off the Christmas high because last week we couldn't really analyze the grosses because it was compared to the week before, which was Christmas. And so now we can compare last week to this week, which was, was pretty much the same. And, and it's honestly pretty good. It's pretty consistent with, with, where we were at last week, um, the, the shows to do really well um, was Ohio State Murders did the best just because they um, it's their it was their their closing performance, their closing week. And the shows that don't do really well and then all of a sudden do do really well, do show the biggest percentage gains. Uh, their grosses were up 77 percent and their house capacity went from 60 percent to 93 and a half, uh, which is Ooh. huge. It's just it's night and day. They went from selling uh, this week. They sold 8000 seats, just about 8000 exactly. And last week they sold five thousand one hundred and twenty-seven. They played a full eight both uh, both weeks. It's just like such a big swing. Um, yeah. Other shows to do really well. Death of a Salesman did really well. Again, they were closing, so their uh, house capacity was just about ninety-seven, almost ninety-eight, and their grosses were up twenty-seven point six percent, which is crazy. Um, also, in his closing week, a strange loop. I mean, a strange loop's grosses was up ninety-three, but they played three more shows than they did last week, and. Um, 
and, and you just can't really compare those. Uh, but Take Me Out had a really good week for kind of no reason. Take Me Out's um, house capacity jumped just about 10% from 70, uh, from 61 to 71, which bumped their grosses 28%, which is really good. Um, just There's just no reason other than Take Me Out had a good week. I don't know. Maybe they were running yeah. a promotion of some sort, but really, <laughs> really good week. And I, <clears throat> I really love this show. I really want to see this show. Um, Me too. Closing relatively soon didn't didn't they announce a second closing date mm. am i going crazy maybe Let a quick see. look up while i move on to the next one um Absolutely. because i would love i would love to see this show I, I've, I've i said last week if on my last trip i i wanted to to see this and uh, and top talk underdog in its final week uh their grosses jumped 42.85 percent and their ticket capacity went f- uh just about almost 20 percent rounding up to about 20 percent they went from 73 to 93 uh, which is really good. I love to see all these shows in the 90s. Um, the most empty house this week, just at a glance, looks to be looks to be Take Me Out. I mean, just to show you how that show has been struggling recently, just, just to think that it could go from 61 to 71 and it's still the most empty house. I, it's also yeah. good, good for, for Broadway this week because... Um, we did see Ohio State murders in the 30s, 37 one week. Just really, Jesus. really bad. Really, really that bad. That is the, the lowest that, that I've seen. Yeah, I can't um, remember. I can't remember something dipping below that. Yeah. So Take Me Out is finishing performances on February 5th. Okay, February 5th. So that's in what, two weeks from today? Or uh, from Sunday? Yep. Yeah. Damn, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to miss that one. Maybe, maybe a pro shot. I, I would love this. This feels like something textbook to go on Broadway HD. A show that ran, you know, it won, it won, um, it won. What did it? Didn't it win? Didn't it win best play this year? Um, it won a bunch of Tony Awards. Maybe it, it won. It won some stuff. I don't know. If oh no! It, it won the best. It's a revival, so it won the best revival this year. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm thinking. I don't know if it will get the pro shot just because of the nudity aspect of it. I oh, don't know true. how that's comfortable he would be with that. Yeah, that's such a good point. Also, also to think of the fact that. If there was a pro shot happening, usually those things get leaked and usually we hear about it beforehand. It's like, oh, there were camera crews at such and such. Like it's it, it, it not really something that goes unnoticed until it's like we've released a pro shot. It's it's yeah. it'll it'll say, oh, we have a pro shot that's being filmed um, like, oh, hey, uh, waitress. Like I remember that happening a while ago. It was like waitress is filming a pro shot. And I was like, great. We don't know where it's going. I still don't actually remember if we know where it's going. And when it's released or really anything, all I, all we know is that Sarah Bareilles was in it. And um, once she they launched it, the revival, yeah, she teased it on her Instagram, which is to really show that it exists. Uh, but I yeah, I I would I don't know. I just I just really wanted to see Take Me Out. So it, it really does suck to see that go because Jesse Tyler Ferguson, I really love from Modern Family and he's such a good actor. And, you know, just I that's the magic about Broadway. It's it's yeah. temporary. It's not forever. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Yeah. You feel the same. Um, yeah, yeah, I feel the same there. Yeah. You know. Um, just a just a few more things. A beautiful noise is is surprising me. There's two shows on here that are really surprising me. And Juliet and A Beautiful Noise are doing way better than I had anticipated. Yeah, and Juliet's grosses were up. They they pretty much broke even with last week, but they're they're selling 97% of their of their tickets. Um wow. and a beautiful noise is selling 82. If a show's above an 80 in the 80s, I say it's I say great. Um, yeah, their grosses were up 10 to almost 11 percent this week, which is really good. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Given the fact that a beautiful news didn't get good reviews, I, I haven't heard that it's one you have to go see. But yeah, 
it's great. I mean, it's doing it's doing well. Just looking at the grosses and 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 seeing where it's at week to week, it's not something. It it, it is a show that does kind of swing, like we were looking at last week, um, and the week or I should say the week before of of Christmas week. Uh, they they didn't really jump as much as the rest of the shows did, and, and Christmas was kind of supposed to be. You see what shows are at at their full potential, how they're going to be. Um, if you could just give them the most people how many how many are going to go see that show and it wasn't amazing it was it was pretty consistent actually with where we're at now so i don't know but that and Angeliet are just really surprising to me really surprising yeah. to me um other shows to do really well and almost sell out uh was a, the, the shows that played to 99 or 98 percent uh were a strange loop uh funny girl funny girl is is really just hovering at that 98 recently um moulin rouge and the book of mormon and i think that's it but yeah, a good week. I'm just I was really surprised because it it, it uh, could have been so much worse. Could have been so much worse. Could have been maybe next been week. Really? Yeah. Well, n- next week we're gonna see a, a couple different things. We're gonna see the obviously the the ticket capacity isn't gonna change, but the average ticket price for Moulin Rouge mm-hmm. is gonna be crazy. Oh, you think that's true because of Aaron Tveit? Well, because well, I was seeing clips from that night from from his first night back and mm-hmm. it sounded insane in there it sounds like yeah crazy like crazy. people were like screaming during mm-hmm. during the roxanne number oh right like, right, people, right like he like did like a growl thing and the whole yeah, house right. was like wow, he does his little God. like i can't fight and everyone's like ah! yeah it's like just, rightfully so but oh, it's just I know. like damn okay okay it's so awesome i mean just to just to just to kind of look at the, their average ticket price this week was 129. Um, last week was the exact same, 129. It changed yeah. a couple cents, but that's about it. So I'd I'd be interested to see next week if that changes at all too. It probably will. It probably will. I think it's gonna maybe go up to like 150. Yeah, it won't go crazy. You're not gonna see it, like it won't go yeah. like 600, but like you know, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, maybe maybe up to like four. No, you know, um, like four. Yeah. Yeah, $4. he's so good. I, I got to see him in this show last spring, and it, he's just uh, good for you. Aaron Tveit's so awesome. Liam, ooh, excuse me. Liam is still upset that we didn't get to go. We would have saw Derek Klenna anyways. I, I mean, I love Derek Klenna, but, but you, if you want to see, <laughs> go back to baseball, Derek. This is go the Derek Klenna baby, hate Derek. podcast. No, we don't. No, 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 no. Because we want him on. No, exactly. I'd love to have Derek Klenna on. He seems like such a cool guy. It's just so interesting. I don't know if we've ever talked about his story on here, how he was a, a, a commit to play baseball at UCLA, like a, a yeah. top ba- school to play to play Division One baseball. Yeah, it's and, like a real school. Yeah, like, like a very, very real baseball school. He was there. He was training with guys uh, like Garrett Cole. He's like one of the best pitchers. And um, he, he talked on a podcast about how he was his throwing partner. He's one of the best pitchers in, in baseball. Yeah, um, I don't yeah. like him, but he's he's really good. So I'd like. I, I don't know. Listening knows who. That no, is. I know. Yeah, I know. But I'd love, love, love to have Derek Klenna on here. He's such a cool. He's a very cool interview. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's all I got. A very quick episode, just because. Just because yeah. there's not a ton of news, um, and it's our first of of many virtual episodes, which is which is yeah. fine. We love. It's it's okay. We love this. Everything's great. And letting everybody know, I think next week I will not be here. Yeah, I don't know if Gavin will do a, a I little... might do I might do a solo episode. It, it'll probably be a quick 20 minute special and yeah. I'll I'll get the news out, I'll get the grosses out just just so just so we don't have to then come back in 2 weeks and be like so uh, this happened last oh. week. Yeah. Um which I'm sure would be fine, but we're so week to week on here that I would yeah. I would like to just just get it out of the way. Just just to do so it. So the next time so. you hear from me, I will be from my beautiful 
uh, Florentine apartment. Yeah, we're gonna um, get tons of pictures out on the Gavin Williams social. A ton. Oh yeah, a ton. Yeah. Maybe maybe even and, go see some like Italy shows. Well, so here's the thing: you'll get some field reporter uh, action. I am going to be seeing the West End production of Les Mis, and I'm going to be seeing the um, Shakespeare's Globe Theater production of Henry V, which That's is going to be right. sick. That's right. Um, so I'm gonna exciting. try to make it to Allegiance. I'm, yeah. Oh, speaking I, of that's that probably gonna end me. up being a matinee. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. If I'm able to see it, because my, they my rush nights over there? there. Did they what? Is West End as similar to here where you can go rush and and stuff like that? Um, you probably I have no online. idea. You can probably figure that Tickets out. Tickets are pretty cheap for Allegiance, though. Is it okay? That's good. It looks it yeah. looks very circle in the squarey three quarter thrust. Um, yeah, it's but I also wanna... really mm-hmm. thrusty. Yeah. Yeah, it's super thrusty. Super thrusty. Super thrusty. You know what I mean? Yeah. A thrusty stage. Um, um, so I'll make sure to keep everybody updated on the Soch. Yeah. I, I also wanted to mention, this This also reminds me um, that Allegiance opened two days ago, two, three days ago. So yep. I wanted to include that. Happy opening to our friend of the pod, Telly Leung. F-O-P. On, on, uh, on Allegiance in the West End. His West End debut, which is really cool. Two. Yeah, it's awesome. Anything else for you, yep. Liam? No, nah, I'm good. We'll see you after your magical next weekend in mm. London, and then you'll come to us from from Italy. Maybe who knows? Maybe you'll drop in next week if you're feeling crazy. I don't expect. Maybe, anything. maybe. <laughs> who knows? I uh, have but- my itinerary, and I definitely can't. But yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, word. I think right. I'm on a train. Yeah. Hey, that's Alrighty. awesome. See you next. Not next week. See you in two weeks. Huh? Bye. Me. Mm.